Welcome back, lovey, to Coming Out Gold. Last week, I gave a new twist on the love-obsessed Valentine's Day thing by helping us to focus less on our relationship status and more on how we can love ourselves and learn to be on our own team. I shared how we can engage with ourselves in a way that helps us become our best cheerleader, encourage ourselves by becoming our best teammate, and become our own coach who equips us to grow and develop gifts within ourselves that we might not even recognize yet. I challenged you to take a moment each day to be thankful for something you love about yourself because there is so much to be thankful for. Now today, I want us to question some narratives many of us wrestle with. Since part of my purpose here on the Coming Out Gold podcast is to help us dismantle false narratives, we're going to spend some time on this today. Let's dive in. Hi, lovey. Welcome Welcome. to the Coming Out Gold podcast. I'm Coach Tammy, a life coach and strategist determined to encourage, empower, and equip women so they can live the lives they were meant to live before the world told them they weren't enough. Once you shake off the sack of shoulds you've been handed, you'll be ready to embark on a journey where you start creating the life of your dreams. It's time for you to step into your power, break up with false narratives, and learn how to come out gold. And I'll be here to walk with you every step of the way. I want to start today by sharing a personal story of how false narratives can create division in our relationship. It's time for story time with Tammy. So here's the deal. I was given information about someone having accused me of something. This was someone I thought was a true friend. And quite frankly, it broke my heart. Like ugly cry, heartbreak kind of broke my heart. As a result, I completely pulled back from the relationship. It was clear she noticed this, but she never said anything. And from my perspective, it seemed like she was acting really weird, which kind of made what I was told seem super true. Well, months went by and we started having these small moments where it felt like our friendship was still intact. My walls were still up, though, and clearly hers were as well. Later, I was given this information that the original stuff I was told was actually a lie someone else was using to justify their bad behavior. Gotta love that. So one day I pulled this friend aside and honestly, I just kind of tossed it out on the table. I told her what I'd experienced and what I'd been told. Then she told me her side of the story and how she wondered why I had suddenly stopped being her friend, especially given the fact that we saw each other every day. In filtering this situation, I had seen it through the lens of a false narrative I've long believed, that I was unlovable and that I'll always end up rejected. She was viewing the situation from her own false narrative that she was always doing something wrong and she would be rejected. After a lot of conversation and, well, tears, we both realized we had written stories based on false narratives that we've long held true. By moving from that place, we allowed someone else, who was clearly a liar, liar, pants on fire, to drive a wedge between us that was just based on lies. False narratives are destructive to our relationships and our very souls. I don't want to be a woman held captive by false narratives to the detriment of my relationships with others and myself. I don't want that for you either, lovey. I want us to be women who know how incredibly lovable, creative, and divine we are because we are. I wish I was looking into your face right now. As I always say, I wish we were sitting across from the table at our favorite coffee shop. I just want to see if this is resonating with you. I want to know if this wrestling with false narrative thing is something you do too. From my experience working with and leading other women, it is a common thread that runs within each of us. Recently, I was finishing the book Dare to Leave by Brene Brown, which gets five stars in my opinion, and it triggered my desire to do this episode. In the final chapter of the book, she said the most dangerous stories we tell ourselves are ones that diminish our lovability, 
our creativity, and our divinity. Last, but that one landed a blow that stung. Let's tackle these roadblocks together, lovey, so that we all don't have to carry them around. Regardless of your life story, we all fall prey to false narratives. Media certainly drives home the less than messaging. Everywhere we turn, we can feel weighed and measured. Heck, we weigh and measure ourselves against any number of things. From what our mother said we should do or be, to a classmate or teacher's off-color remark, to a rejection by someone we loved. Countless sources have provided scripts we pull from to write this false narrative that we then live out each and every day. But it's time we stop sacrificing our joy on the altar of lies. It's time we start owning the priceless value we each carry within simply from being who we are. It's time we claim, own, and live out our amazing power. Let's start with lovability. I won't spend a lot of time on this one because I feel like we tackled that in episode 66, Love Thyself, where I showed us how we can learn to be on our own team. If you missed it, please go back and give it a listen. Honestly, though, I think lovability is the most pervasive false narrative that exists. We're inundated with measures of our lovability, and we can't seem to escape the story that we don't seem to be worth loving. So to break this pattern of false narratives in this particular area, you must become aware of places in your life where you question your ability to be loved or doubt your worthiness of deserving love. When you spot them, please pump the brakes hard, like screeching hard. Scream out loud that it's a big fat liar and tell it to shove off if you need to. Whatever. Remind yourself, though, as often as needed, that you are lovable and so worth loving because you are. We are all lovable based solely on the truth that we exist, no matter what anyone else on the planet may think, feel, or believe. Now let's tackle the false narrative around creativity. Man, oh man, oh man, does this world ever throw a grenade into creativity? When kids are little bitties, they are so creative. They draw pictures that look like scribbles to us adults in their lives. Yet when asked, they can tell an epic level story about what they drew. There are twists and turns and depths to these stories and images because it's flooded with unbridled creativity. They continue to flex their creative muscles and it's typically celebrated by those around them. Just think about how many pictures you have seen hanging on refrigerators in your lifetime. But when those same creative beings start to talk about pursuing a career using that unbridled creativity, the well-meaning adults in their life shoot them down, telling them to be practical. We think we're protecting them from failure and helping ensure they are quote-unquote successful adults, but we're actually projecting our doubts and fears and expectations onto their shoulders. In doing this, we dismantle that gorgeous ladder of creativity they've built as if chopping off one rung at a time. Because it isn't something they quote unquote should do, it isn't a real job and it won't pay their bills. Those kids then grow up into adults who have stuffed their creativity into a trunk, put it upstairs in the dusty old attic, never to be seen or used again. And yet we wonder why we tell ourselves we are creative, why we're quick to espouse what we can't do. We wonder why we feel like our souls are dying on the vine because our life lacks color and excitement and adventure. Maybe this is why. When it comes to creativity, it's easy to see how we have written false narratives around it. And I think the only way to counteract these lies is by practicing being creative again. Now listen, that looks totally different from person to person. It might be fine arts like painting or sculpting to you. For me, it's words, writing them, speaking them, crafting with them, all the words. For one of my friends, it's making beautiful flower arrangements 
and creating inviting spaces within her home. When I lived in Tennessee, creativity was most easily found in music. The lyrics, the melodies, the stories they told, and the feelings they brought out. The path of dismantling the false narrative that we aren't creative is found in practicing being creative. Heck, start simple here with a coloring book and a box of crayons or a paint-by-number set. Maybe you just make a commitment to journal 30 minutes each Saturday morning. You decide what calls out the creativity within your soul and then pursue it, reclaim it, own it. I fundamentally believe that each and every one of us on this planet is creative in their own way. Find your creativity and then live it out loud. The third most dangerous narrative Brene Brown says we believe centers around our divinity. Now, regardless of your religious or spiritual beliefs, I hope you know you are a divine being. As a follower of Jesus, I believe we're all created in his image and as such are divine beings created to love and be loved. Don't get hung up on the definitions or labels in this one. I think that's part of what becomes the breeding ground for these lies to swirl. This is about your inherent value by nature of simply existing. This is about the magic that you hold within you. Every cell in your body, every nerve and piece of connective tissue, every bone or piece of muscle. Think about the beauty of our creation from conception to birth, from childhood to adulthood. It's just the series of miracles that participate in our divine creation. The center of this false narrative around divinity, I believe, is anchored in judgment, and it's in some ways a transfer of power. We've allowed someone else to assess our worthiness and our inherent spiritual value, and we've taken their word as truth. But no one, and let me say that again, no one, not one single soul has the right to determine your value. We are lovable, creative, and divine simply by being. They are as much a part of us as our skin or hair or nails. They're truths that we can stand upon. They're what we should stand upon. So let's break up with these false narratives that point us in any other direction. Thank heaven for the studies of Brene Brown and others who help us find a better way of being in this world. They teach us to take our power back. They help us spot lies. They encourage, empower, and equip us to be all we're designed to be, regardless of what life may have shown us to the contrary. If you will drop into your own story and be on the lookout for those sneaky little false narratives, you can align that inner voice and self-talk with the inherent truth of who you are, who you've always been, who you always will be. By doing this, we will become anchored to the reality that we are loved and lovable, creative and creators, and gorgeously divine beings meant to leave a positive mark on this world. Love you, the truth is we can all continue to follow the false narratives that we're being sold faster than we can blink. We can continue to walk the path that tells us what we lack or how we don't measure up. Those are choices I know I've made for far too many of my days. But what if we turn the tide? What if we stopped buying the bag of garbage being sold to us and instead put it into it? What if we stood up and said, no more, no more lies, no more less thans, no more not enoughs. What if we stood up, put our hands on our hips, Wonder Woman style, and show the world how deeply lovable, delightfully creative, and profoundly divine we are. I don't know about you, but I believe the energy around this world would change swiftly and for the better if each of us took back our power, broke up with those lies, and did just this. In case all I have said today isn't clear enough, lovey, let me say it as plainly as I can. You are lovable. You are creative. And you 
are divine. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. Thank you so much for listening to the Coming Out Gold podcast with me, Coach Tammy. I hope you enjoyed our time together today and learned something you can take action on to live a better story and that you will come back next week for another episode. As always, check out the show notes below for the links to my social media platforms, as well as the link to my website where you can check out the blog version of the podcast. If you're looking for a coach and are ready to make some real changes in your life, head to my website at rscoachandstrategist.com to book a free discovery call. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving it a review and sharing it with friends on social. Be sure to tag me though, so I can say thank you for helping grow our community here. Now go be the superhero of your own story because the world needs the awesomeness that only you bring. It's your time to come out gold.